This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. On today's show, Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer is here. We're taking a look at Disney Plus in March. And in our main segment, we're talking Batman versus Superman. Adam, this is episode 68, and we are excited to be here. This is a new look um, for our show today. Yep. Adam, how are you feeling about today's I'm show? I'm feeling great. I can't wait. I've, uh, <laughs> it felt really good to watch Batman this week and you know, kind of doing it as homework. <laughs> and, yes, uh, yes. It, it was, it, it's really nice. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this week's show. Same here, man. Same here. So, yeah. yeah. So, so this is episode 68. Um, and as we said, we, we are starting a new beginning here, kind of a new era of certain point of view where we're not leaving Star Wars in any way. We're not leaving Star Wars behind. Star Wars will always be a part of the show, as we've said before. Um, but we're expanding and, and talking about some other things. Um, so one thing that we're doing that's a little bit differently is we're going to talk about our recommendations like um, at the top of the show, uh, maybe a show or a movie that we've watched this week or recently that we would recommend um, for the people that for our audience, for you guys that are listening. So um, Adam, anything you've been watching this week or reading or listening to that you want to recommend? Yeah, I started watching yes. Uh, well, yesterday, since we're recording this on Saturday, I uh, started watching The Muppet Show on Disney Plus, and uh, I love The Muppet Show, and I've seen a lot of these already, but I still sat there and laughed all day uh, while I was working and uh, laughed out loud moments, and it's just it's just good, clean, simple, fun, lots of good puns and, you know, kind of dad joke stuff in there, and mm-hmm. uh, this is the classic 70s Muppet Show that uh, Disney Plus got all five seasons of yesterday. And it's just, it's just a lot of fun. I love the Muppets, and uh, you know this is kind of Muppets in their prime, really. I think it was uh, you know Muppet Show in the seventies. So, uh, it, it's fun. You know, it's it's whole family type fun. Everyone can watch it. Um, there's humor in it for everybody. There's you know humor in it for kids. There's jokes for adults. Uh, it's uh, it's good stuff. It's classic, classic stuff. Awesome. Maybe I see I've never been into the Muppets, so maybe I'll have to give it a chance. And I've, I've seen yeah. I see it on Disney Plus here. So, yeah, so, give yeah. it a shot. I, I love I love Muppet humor. It's just mm-hmm. it's so easy. It's so, you know, uh, it's it's there's nothing complicated about a, a Muppet show, Muppet humor. And it's just good, clean fun. So, yeah, good stuff. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to state the obvious here and and say that I recommend giving Batman versus Superman um, Dawn of Justice another look. That's cheating. Um, <laughs> but I will <laughs> I will recommend something else, too. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk a lot about Batman versus Superman today. But um, but yeah, I just think that it's underrated. I, I think that um, 
Rotten Tomatoes maybe got this one wrong a little bit with the critic reviews and everything. And um, you know, I think it's definitely possible? worth another look. What's that? Is that possible? Rotten uh, Tomatoes yeah. can get it wrong. It's, it's certainly possible, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> um, but no, um, what I would recommend without cheating today, <laughs> as Adam put, um, I've been reading Light of the Jedi. Okay. I'm very impressed with this book and uh, it's, you know, I know I'm not much of a reader, so I know when I'm actually like moving through a book relatively quickly for me, Mm -hmm. um, it's a good one. And, uh, you know, this one is, is definitely has me engaged, has me wanting to come back for more and being excited about reading it. Um, So if you haven't read Light of the Jedi yet, I would recommend it. And I'm sure at some point, Adam will, will review that one whenever i've yeah. finally completed yeah. it yeah we'll, we'll we'll get back there it, it, definitely so yeah yeah so um because we on. are not done with star wars <laughs> no we're not done with star wars <laughs> um moving on from our recommendations for this week we're going to he- go head over to our poll results and our poll was very batman versus superman related we wanted to know where everybody stood on the whole batman versus superman issue are you team batman or are you team superman and uh, this one went to Team Batman, 58.7% of the vote, and Team Superman got 41.3. So I will say, because I'm representing Batman today in our main segment, um, I'm a fan of these results. I, I tend to agree with these results. Adam, where do you land on this one? I mean, I'm wearing my Batman hoodie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've always been a Batman fanatic uh, since, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, since I can remember, yeah, I grew up watching the Batman '66 show and uh, like the, the original one, and you know, um, so I'm always uh, Team Batman. But uh, representing the Team Superman because someone has to. <laughs> someone has to do it. Yeah, and I think, um, man, Superman is is. I think this version of Superman is. I'm a fan of this. I, I think this is the best version of Superman. Is Zack Snyder's mm-hmm. and um, yeah. Henry Ca- um, Henry Cavill yeah. Cavill's version of it. I think that's the the. I think that's a prime version of Superman, and I think that they've done an amazing job interpreting that character and putting mm-hmm. uh, some more depth into him. And uh, you know, uh, sure. I, I think it's an amazing version of that character. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think the thing I just love about Batman, and it's basically the same reason I love Iron Man so much, is just that they're they're men. They're just, <laughs> I mean, they're they have, they're wealthy. Um, they have lots of resources, but but they're just regular dudes. They don't have superpowers. Yeah. Right. I, I think that's what I love about them most because I can feel like I can most relate to them. Not the wealthy part, um, <laughs> but just being a regular dude, you know. Yeah. So. So yeah, I've always been a team Batman and a team Iron Man kind of guy. But um, that pretty much wraps it up for our intro today. And we're about to head into our new segment. Sold out every copy. Tomorrow morning, Spider-Man, page one with a decent picture this time. Move Conway to page seven. There's a problem with page seven. And make it page eight and give him 10% off. And make it 5%. That can't be done. Get out of here! All right, so this week in the news, um, we have like Zach a brand Snyder's new bumper. Brand new. It bumper. is a brand new bumper. By the way, I feel like that um, same character is in uh, Justice League. By the way, <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, well, you know that's uh, Jonah uh, Jameson, right? Is that right? Is it? Yeah. Okay, and then 
Oh, what the is hell? Is there a phone in here? <laughs> I didn't know we had a phone. You I'm the oh best my. in the land. You know it. You show it. You watch the game show it. And everybody... <sighs> hey, oh. Chuck, you realize you're singing, Chuck. right? Oh, uh, uh, hey, guys. Um, <laughs> what was... How did Sorry, you... Sorry, did you... I just got some, interf... some interference there. Uh, sounded uh -huh. something in Spanish, it sounded like. Just no, that was, that was English. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> that was really weird. I, I couldn't even understand it. And if, if uh -huh. it sounded like English, it wasn't. It was probably just coincidence. That was weird. Um, How did so, you get this guys, number, by the way? <laughs> welcome, guys. <laughs> I'm glad you're wondering. I didn't, I didn't even know we had you a phone, to be honest. You guys are the lucky winners. Today, you're part of my brand new Chuck Eubank Star Wars podcast, Pooper Scooper. <laughs> um, what's that? <laughs> I don't... I'm glad you asked. <laughs> if you'd be quiet for two seconds, I'll tell you. So what okay. I've decided to do, uh, my famous Star Wars scoop bank has, you know, it's been a hit. Um, I've taken scoops from all over the land. Um, anytime Star Wars premieres somewhere, the Mandalorian or whatever it may be, <laughs> I find the scoops with my celebrity um, <laughs> contacts. Mm -hmm. And then I bring it to you, the viewers, okay. through my yeah. show. And recently I've been oh, on I remember that one. Yeah. Star Wars yeah. podcasts. My yeah. most recent one was revealing who the Jedi was at the end of Mando season two. Yeah. If you'll how's, that, um, how's that one worked Bo out? Boba Fett, so right? Was it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Kat, well, now the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, it's Boba <laughs> Fett. But anyway, so what I did was, I'm now what I'm doing is I'm calling various podcasts that I've been a part of over the years okay. or weeks. Okay. And... And I'm surprising them, and now they're part of my show, the brand new. Uh, <laughs> let me do that again, guys. Start it from the top. Tell me when you're ready. Oh wait, it's it's my show. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean. And so what I do is I call up a podcast, <laughs> and then they get to be a part of my show, the Chuck Eubanks Star Wars podcast, your pooper scooper. And what it is is where I take some of the latest gossip or dirt, if you will, on one of the latest Star Wars podcasts. That's kind of going downhill uh, and fast and we're not really into that type of thing that's just that's a that's a drama and i share it with yeah, that's, yeah. another podcast and then uh, everyone knows like this other podcast is kind of <laughs> they're kind of rocky right now okay. you know uh maybe check out some other ones so okay. anyway you guys bro and rad of the scar of scuttlebutts oh whoa whoa hold on hold on hold on hold what, on what are you talking about uh, Adam. I just explained the and entire premise yeah. of my I'm show. I'm Josh. You, it's Josh. Are you not listening or? No, I heard you. You just. Okay. Let's start here. First of all, it's Bro and Brad, and they are on right. Scarif Scuttlebutt. Correct. So, Bro and Rad. Uh, uh, but hold on. Hold on. The Scarif Scuttlebutt. <laughs> and what I'm going to do. Listen, and also, guys. Josh, you want to try? listening to this. Please check out Bro and Rad on the Scarf Scuttlebutt. Yeah, We're part of the Maroon well, Five Network, and it is <laughs> the fabulous. Maroon Five it Network. Is fabulous. Oh, my, my wife loves them. Um, which one of it's us? There's so many choices on. Which one Maroon is Bro? 5. Which one is Rad? I mean, <laughs> who do you go with here? So anyway. Okay. So guys, well, let's I'm, get I'm let's get this straight before we show. jump into this. This is gonna this is gonna be a nightmare. But let's get this straight. I'm Adam. Okay. So um, my I'm Josh. Actually. Um, yes, my friend Adam from Maroon 5 
um, he, I was talking to him and he, he let me know that this network is not the same as his band, um, which was kind of interesting because I thought there was a connection there until I called up Levine and he, um, he kind of so, set me straight. Okay. Uh, but anyway, check out the Maroon 5 Network. At least we got one um, Adam right here. Obviously, you guys, bro and rad of the Scar of Scuttlebutts, are you know one of the main members of this um, uh, exclusive network of Adam Star and Wars Josh. podcasts. Adam you, and Josh. you know this is from a certain point of view, right? <clears throat> but, uh, did you guys see my show notes? Um, can you? Anyway, well, now that you've kind of spilt the beans, um, just a second. Thirsty. That's a, nice, that's a nice mug you have there. Um, so, oh, thank you. <laughs> and actually, this is a great time. If you also would like a teacup with the, um, oh my gosh, I thought this was a different cup. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> it just happens to be my latest um, Such a Chuck Eubanks teacup. Mm-hmm. So $29.99 on my um, tea <laughs> private store. So go ahead and check it out. But anyway, um, I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, that's right. Okay, you're talking. Huh. So you were talking to Adam and oh, Josh talk- from some from a podcast view. going downhill or something okay. like that. Well, yeah, and um, and actually, I think it was um, Bro who mentioned, or maybe no, it was Rad who just mentioned it. Um, actually, guys, um, and I, <laughs> I'm kind of embarrassed to say I appeared on this podcast once before. Um, remember last time I was on your podcast, um. I do owe you an apology. I was really sleepy that night. Um, I had had some cough medicine. We recorded pretty early in the day. Of, that I, show. I kind of blanked out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. On, on your no, um, I saw you on Scare of Scuttlebutt. On your takeover okay, show. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. No. Okay. But, yeah, this yeah, isn't Scare of Scuttlebutt. You're not on Scare Yeah, right. Yes. So the Scare of Scuttlebutt, we <sighs> were on with you guys. And anyway, it was probably a week or so before that, maybe a month. Okay. I was on this other podcast. Okay. Um, and, and it was about I think a month. Rad probably. pointed it out already um, from a certain point of view. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, welcome. Mm-hmm. By the way, yeah, that's that's us. Thanks for being here. Unfortunately, uh, they may need to change their name to from a certain point of poo. Oh, <laughs> therefore being wow. the first podcast <laughs> to make it on uh-huh. the Chuck Eubank Star Wars podcaster pooper scooper. Well. And later, I'll put in the sound effect, right? There's going to be kind of a farting would, noise right there that kind of that makes sense. You know, goes along with a pooper scooper. And we have so what did that, what did we do to earn this honor, Chuck? Yeah, what's well, the scoop here? Well, I was just here? looking at some various podcasts that I'd been on. I'm like, well, yeah. there's the Scarf dudes. Let me call them up and have them be the first ones on my podcast. Oh, for sure one. enough, bro answers, and here we are. Oh, for two. So, anyway... <laughs> So the cert- from a certain point of poo, no, last three. week I was listening to their podcast. I tune in frequently to their podcast. Well, the I tuned Thank in. You. I'm going to unfortunately have to speak in past tense. And they shared some very unfortunate news about their podcast. It seems they are no longer <laughs> going to be covering any Star Wars news. Well, 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 well. Oh, that, that's, that's <laughs> not I know. true. I know. That I can't thought be true. the same thing. Like, you guys are stepping in a big pile that the only way you can pick this up is with the Chuck Eubanks Star Wars Podcaster Pooper Scooper. (laughs) And so here we are. (laughs) Okay, let's walk back a few things here. (laughs) First of all, again, Adam and Josh. Josh. 
You are on from a certain point of view. Right. That's so this show. Adam and Josh were on a certain mm-hmm. point of view, right? Keep going. We're not quitting Star Wars, by the way. No, we well, love I Star Wars. I know you guys aren't. That's why I'm on the Scar of Scuttlebots and not on a, from a certain point of poo. <laughs> I will not be on mm-hmm. that show again. Except you, you can will... mark my words on that. And that's the Chuck Eubanks promise. You are on it. from a certain point of view, so welcome. He's not a very good glad, listener, Adam. Glad to have you. He's here, kind of. Yes. Didn't have a choice. But at the time, they but were a Star Wars podcast. And that, that's maybe correct. Maybe you need to listen one more time. Let's, go, let's back this up. Let's walk this back and listen this time. Clean out the ear holes. Last week, listen to the podcast. It's on there clear as night. They said, we are no longer doing any Star Wars news or information ever. In fact, they're not even going to be talking about Disney's Marvel. They're going to be talking about the other comic company. Okay. Not even mention their name. That, we are. We, that is true. DC. That is true. We are talking about DC, not from but we Washington, also love DC. Marvel. I am wearing a Marvel shirt right now. I mean, we love I Marvel. I know that, Rad, because yeah. you. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Bro, I'm sorry. And I still have my I, I, baby Yoda plush right here. Guys, I think you're mistaking. I'm not talking about the Scar of Scuttlebutts. I'm talking about the other one that's okay. switching gears and basically giving Star Wars double birds. And I'm not going to do that because kids watch this show. Mm-hmm. And I sure hope they're not watching from a certain point of poop because all they're going to hear about is Superman and Batman and Aquaman and Dodo Man and whatever else they have. That's on not there. a real one. That's no. garbage. It's just okay. This okay. So. A couple things. Uh, we are not quitting Star Wars. Uh, that is wrong. And uh, we are just branching out. That's all we're doing. Uh, this week we are talking DC. We're talking some Batman v Superman. Uh, there's not really much Aquaman in there to worry about for you there, Chuck. There's only about, what, like 10 seconds he shows up in this movie at all. Mm-hmm. So there's not much of Aquaman there to worry about for you. Uh, spoilers, Superman does die in this movie. So if you don't like Superman, then you got that to look forward to. Uh, in two weeks, we're going to be talking about WandaVision, which is a Marvel Comics property. And uh, we're pretty excited about that. Um, so we have definite plans to come back and talk about Star Wars again. And uh, you, we're not quitting. Uh, you all right, Chuck? What? I'm I'm just looking at your names here. Uh huh. Yeah, you see that why in Zoom is, now? Why does your name say Adam Goswick and Josh? I can't even say that. That's not even a real name. Um, <laughs> Roush. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's as good a guess it's, as mine. Um, it's it's kind of hitting you, the isn't name it? Of oh, yeah, yeah. You're on oh. from a certain point of view. That's what we were trying to tell you, Chuck. Hello? Hi. I, I can't, this thing is not... Wait. Oh, oh my mm. goodness. Hey, guys, I'm here. Can you hear me now? I heard you the whole time. You know what? My mic was unplugged this whole time. No. Uh, I had some weird radio frequency no, coming through. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't even me talking this whole time. Mm. I see what so he's trying weird. to do here. I'm so sorry. So anything that you heard just... Just pretend you didn't hear that because it was it was some weird frequency coming in from somewhere. <laughs> well, I recorded strange. it all, so we can go back and figure that out later, <laughs> just, I guess. You know what? Just it'd probably be best to delete it. Let's start yeah, from here. Yeah, I'm not going to do now, that, Chuck. Because I've heard some things about the scar of scuttlebutts that you uh-huh. guys are not going to believe. Mm. <laughs> some yeah. dirt oh, is boy. what it is. <laughs> First of all, Brad and Roe, I'm very sorry for this. Chuck is 
I don't know what Chuck is doing. He's trying to make a comeback and it's not working. But um, it looks like something's messing up here. It's like this mm-hmm. thing's about to turn off on me. Or oh no, I, I can't tell. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, he's gone. I was just gonna say, Adam, you know, we're, we're here. We're we're really opposed to fake news, and oh, um, you know, we want to make sure people get the story straight. You know, before you know. They let everybody know what's going on. So yeah, yeah all that that stuff. None anyway, of that stuff is, we're yeah. not quitting Star Wars, but I guess nope. we can kind of get in, back into the news now, right? I guess so. So what what were we talking about? Uh, I don't even know. Let's just jump into the first uh, story. Oh, um, that Justice bell has League. been rung. Justice League, the Snyder Cut, the bell has been rung. New trailer um, has come out. And um, this is going to be landing on HBO Max on March 18th. It looks like instead of it being um, like the four part series that they were thinking about, it sounds like it's going to be just a four hour, basically feature length. Um, I like that. You know, yeah. Because I was going to wait be- until all four parts were out anyway, if that's what, what they were going to do. I want to watch it all. Yeah. Straight through. I don't want to do like a one hour a week thing. I want to watch the whole thing. So, yeah, I'm happy if, if that's if that's what we're doing. I, I'd rather just have a, you know four hour drop right. and work through it. Me, so. me too. What did, what did you think of the trailer? Uh, interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that it made me more excited. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I'm interested. We'll put it that way. Yeah. I mean, for me, yeah, I think my feelings did. about justice the leagues, uh, the Snyder cuts a little, I don't know. Uh, I'm not, not excited, but I'm not like dying for this to come out right now. So, Right. I think you know that I had I had some problems with Justice League. Oh, where yeah. I think you, yeah, you yeah. actually enjoyed it, I think, yeah. more than I did. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to the Snyder Cut. And there were a lot of things in this trailer that excited me. Um, one thing that did not excite me is the aspect ratio mm, um, yeah, that it looks like we're going to be getting. Super um, ultra letterbox thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it almost looks like a, a four by three aspect ratio. Of oh, the, that yeah, the old, right. Yeah, the old yeah. TVs, but um, I think it's like a one point three something to oh, one or okay, something. Okay, I get you. Okay, okay. Um, so that'll take some getting used to for yeah. sure. Yeah. But but I was very excited to see Jared Leto's Joker at the end of this trailer, um, <laughs> and see if we can get like a proper Joker. See because... if we can fix it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not his damaged Joker anymore, and... so that's a step up. Right, right. Um, so I think Snyder might correct the Joker that we got in. Uh, yeah, hopefully, Suicide hopefully. Squad. Still not um, a huge fan of that look, but I mean, it looks better right. than it did in Suicide Squad for sure. So yeah, for sure. And I'm just excited to see just like a lot of things be expanded upon from the theatrical cut. Um, and just like, we're going to get to see, I think more of these characters like Aquaman, um, you know, um, cyborg and, um, the flash and everybody like before, I think we're going to get either flashbacks or looks at, at their lives before they're, they're joining the justice league here and just, and just, you know, we're getting two more hours of film here. So there's a lot they can expand upon. You know, I'm excited to see dark side. I mean, two more hours Um, overall. I mean, apparently they only just, they're saying what, like somewhere around a half an hour of Snyder footage in the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, we're getting two extra hours of, of, of movie, but I, it sounds like there's more original stuff in there than just two hours even. So, yeah. I mean, this so is... I, I'm, I'm definitely excited to see his vision. Um, yeah. I've been a Zack Snyder fan for a long time now. 
Um, loved what he did with Batman versus Superman, which we're going to get into on today's show. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about this one. Yeah, I agree. And um, next up in our news for the week, we have um, Disney Plus kind of debuted a look at what's coming in March. Um, so on the YouTube on YouTube, you can see some things that are coming up in March. Uh, we have one thing that I'm really excited about is the Mighty Ducks is coming back. I, I um, might be excited for that one now. <laughs> yeah. um, Mighty Ducks Game Changers coming out yep. March 26th. We got Emilio Estevez back in there. Um, I'm really excited about that one for sure. Yeah, definitely. And, I'm excited yeah. for Raya. I, I mean, Raya is going to be on Disney Plus, but it's another one mm-hmm. of those, uh, you know, $30. Uh, I forget what they call it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. E-ticket. I forget. I don't know. Go, premier, go premier, access. premier access. Yeah. Access. Uh, so it's another one of those thirty dollars titles. Uh, I'll probably see it in the theater, but I am pretty excited for Raya. Yeah, that's what we're leaning towards doing too. So maybe we can all go together and, yeah. and see that one, and take the girls and everything. Yeah, and then we um, got uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier in March too. That's Falcon, the, that's the other yeah. probably big big one I think. Yeah, that one's coming March 19th. Yep. And um, yeah, this week we got a little more like a TV spot and stuff like that and more of a look at that one too. Um, they're also going to be doing a um, behind the scenes of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And I'm trying to figure out what that one's called. Uh, um, Marvel Studios called Assembled. Assembled, yeah. Making of yeah. WandaVision. Yeah. So the first episode will give viewers a behind the scenes look at the making of WandaVision. So I'm guessing it's going to be Marvel, Marvel related and everything. Um, And um, last on our news this week is uh, we got a Mortal Kombat official trailer. Um, Now, I don't know about you, if you were a Mortal Kombat fan, um, I, I wasn't really, I mean, I played it a few times. I wasn't really into the game or anything, but I, I, I'm, I'm aware of all the, the iconography and everything yeah, of this right, game. Right. So I was very excited with this trailer. I think it looks really good. I mean, it looks gruesome and brutal, but, yeah. um, well, I think yeah. it captures the yeah. video game. Yeah, it, it seemed to, yeah. I mean, there's, you know, the, uh, very obvious things that you'd expect to be in a Mortal Kombat trailer. You can, you know, down to the get over here's and you know some, mm-hmm. some yeah. interesting looking fatality stuff and finishings and all that stuff. Um, right. Looks interesting. Uh, looks you know um, almost epic in in a sense. You know with, with the story that they're trying to tell. So uh, I will. I'm not usually. I mean, like, I, I I like Mortal Kombat. Um, mm-hmm. And when I do want to play fighting games, fighting games that aren't really my go-to genre in any stretch of the imagination. But when I do play a fighting game, I, I, I do enjoy a little bit of Mortal Kombat, uh, but it's like kind of like in smaller spurts for me because it is very gory and that's just not usually what I, what I yeah, really like to. Yeah. Yeah. This one is not for kids. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, this is going to be a very hard R I think. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's coming out April 16th. That'll be simultaneous on HBO Max and in the theaters because this is a Warner Brothers um, film. So there's that to look forward to as well. Excellent. Yeah, that pretty much um, wraps it up for the news segment this week. Um, so now we're going to get into our main segment, the main event. Let's hit it. Black and blue. Fight night. 
The greatest gladiator match in the history of the world. God versus man. Day versus night. Son of Krypton versus Bat of Gotham. That's just epic. That's like, um, what was the dude's name that would always introduce the main event at like WrestleMania? I was looking around. Like I couldn't remember <laughs> either, but I was kind of looking around because I was messing around with making that buffer, and I was thinking about it. Well, bumper, buffer, bumper, bumper. But buffer is Michael but buffer, buffer was I the mean, guy's just... name. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot it too. So I was googling, and so I was trying to find like the WCW, and he did all yeah, the boxing yeah, yeah. stuff. And he has a brother that does UFC. Actually, I didn't know that until today. I didn't know that. Um, Bruce Buffer is his br- brother. Bruce Buffer is the brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, Say that a few times fast. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I didn't remember that until today, and I was Googling around, so I was listening to all kinds of Michael Buffer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Michael, Michael Buffer. Yeah, I'm getting That's all it, yeah. confused. So main event, main event, fight night. Um, yeah. I love that whole thing. And and we're talking Batman versus Superman here. And, you know, Adam, one of the wonderful ideas you came up with for this new era in our show is to look at the conflict in stories and then just look at each side, look at from a certain point of view. Um, you know, maybe I would represent one side and Adam would represent the other and, and just talk about that conflict. Um, and that's what we're going to do today with Batman versus Superman. Um, and we earlier, we mentioned the Rotten Tomatoes score of, of Batman versus Superman. And I just want to bring that up again, because um, on the critic side, it has a 28 um, <laughs> percent and the audience score is 62 yeah. percent. OK, so that's lower than Justice League um, and it's lower than a lot of other films. But I will say that's insane that it's lower than Justice League. Yeah, for me it is too. I, I think this is a better movie than Justice. We'll League talk about Justice League later. I didn't mind Justice League. I didn't think it was the worst movie ever, mm-hmm. but it was not. I, it, this is better than Justice League. Yeah, hands down. I'm with you. So, given that information, what were your you know thoughts about Batman versus Superman when it first came out? And... Uh, you know, initially, I I actually didn't see it in the theater. Um, you know, the, there was a time right around where this came out where I didn't really see a lot of movies in the movie theaters. I was watching a lot at home and just didn't have didn't have a lot of time. I was working a lot of overtime back then. You know, blah 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 that stuff, life life stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't see this in the theater. I saw it at home on Blu-ray and I enjoyed it. You know, I don't know if it was just kind of you know because at that point I'd already seen reviews and so. Maybe I'm tempering my expectations a little bit, and maybe I'm expecting it to be bad. And, you know, I'm watching it and kind of having fun, and I'm digging it. And then this fight comes. I'm like, well, that's pretty epic. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I didn't mind it. I liked it. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I really enjoyed it the first time I saw it. I mean, I mean, I don't think everybody with me that we that we saw it in the theater. I don't think everybody else enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, that's back when I was doing my Roush rating reviews. If you remember back oh, in those no, days, definitely remember, yeah. um, and I gave this one an eight out of 10. I remember specifically okay. giving this movie an eight out of 10. Um, it's hard to argue you know, with and, that for me at least. Yeah. And, and I, I, I enjoyed it very much. Um, I like that. It's kind of has an epic feel to it. Like you mentioned, mm-hmm. but it's also very like dark and gritty and that, you know, of course has that Zack Snyder style to it. Um, and, where Marvel, Marvel's now that you a little Snyder, you know, I just want to throw in here that I lately have only been watching the the director's cut of this. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, you know, that's, that's a three hour long version. There's more mm-hmm. in it. Um, I think I think it, it I think it's worlds better. Even you know, even oh, though yeah. I like the theatrical version, I think it, the 
the extended cut, the director's cut, is worlds better. It gives a lot more time for things to develop. It uh, you know, spends a lot more time on you know things like Doomsday and, and mm-hmm. you know that type of stuff. Uh, so, you know, I think if you want to give this another try, you should look at that version. Yeah, for sure. And by the way, I think I got this on cut, sale. Yeah. I think I got the extended edition digital version on sale for like seven dollars or something like that yeah i'm sure it's not I mean, much now and yeah it's it's if you have hbo max already it's on there it's on there as yeah, well right um so yeah um you know i i've you know I, i'm a big marvel fan too and, mm-hmm. and marvel is a little bit more light and on the on the kind of humorous side and um with their films but you know dc has taken a much different approach and i and i like that i, I think it's kind of refreshing in a way um yeah, yeah. i love them apart yeah yeah and i love this depiction of batman i love ben affleck's version of batman in this film uh, it's one of my favorites actually um i just like this kind of older grittier batman that kind of he's in a place right now where you know if, if he has to take somebody out, he has to take somebody out. You know, yeah, he's been he's, in Gotham for 20 years and, and that whole thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, he's, uh, he's jaded. <laughs> he's pretty brutal in this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. which is kind of cool. And I like how this movie also asks some deep moral questions about good versus evil and, and what is good and all about like the people that have control and have power. Can they, can they be all good or, or can you know or not like Lex Luthor kind of asking those kind of questions right. and um I like all those types of things where you have to this movie makes you think a little deeper I think than most um superhero films and um I really enjoy all of the Batman action that we get to see in this film I think that a lot of that action is really great um especially that scene where he's saving Martha I think that that is such a cool yeah yeah Batman yeah. scene you know yeah, for um, sure. There's a lot of great Batman action in this. There's the you know the one in that desert compound or you know wherever the thing was. Um, yeah, you know where he shows up in the the, the top corner and um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that. And like you said, there's that warehouse or whatever the, they have. Yeah, it's like a warehouse or warehouse thing, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah great and, Batman action. And I love seeing kind of our first. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but almost the first look we get at a dc team up with wonder woman superman and, and batman and um on i thought that film? was really cool yeah too. Probably, yeah on film yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um for sure and then i actually loved how it starts i, I love getting that different perspective on the you know the yes. zod attack uh at yes. the beginning i you know, seeing it from bruce's point of view um absolutely it has a great opening yeah i, I thought that was pretty pretty smart uh tying it in that way so Loved how it started with that. Yeah, and you know, I think it directly addressed some 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 people were critical of um, you know Zack Snyder's Superman film and the way that he and Zod just kind of tore up the city and destroyed mm-hmm. things and everything. Yeah. And he he kind of directly addresses that in this film. Yeah, um, which I thought was great too. Yeah, I mean, it's it, kind of what the film is about, you know. Yeah, in a lot of ways, that's really yeah you know, where this conflict starts. Mm-hmm. And one other thing I'd just like to mention is I felt like it, it had pretty high stakes too, because we get the death of Superman in this film, um, which was for me, I was shocked, you know, about, about that. Um, and so that, that, that kind of raised the stakes and, 
has and i always like it when films or tv shows like present an actual threat like there's actual Mm -hmm. danger and there's actual consequence you know yeah um but now we're going to get into the conflict between batman and superman and looking at you know kind of each of their point of view and where where they're coming from um and adam you kind of mentioned the beginning of this film and and that's where i want to start with with batman's perspective and and i'm kind of taking batman's perspective and you're taking superman's um but feel free to of course chime in at any point um if you're on if you want to speak up for batman too at all (laughs) um yeah yeah, we get this look at this destruction that's being caused in Metropolis by this battle between Zod and Superman. Um, and basically, from Batman's point of view, I think he's thinking to himself, you know, Superman brought an alien invasion to Metropolis, leveled countless buildings, caused unnecessary destruction, um, including one of his, you know, one of Wayne's buildings, I think, you know, with his employees in it, I believe. Um, so, you know, that that's... Uh, I, I get where Batman's coming from with his kind of the way he feels about Superman. Yeah. I mean, uh, especially the way they portray that at the beginning of the movie, it's very easy mm-hmm. to emotionally latch on to what Bruce is seeing and feeling. Uh, you know, you, you, they do the whole scene with the little girl, you know, the little girl has lost her, her, her mom or parent, both parents. I forget which. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was powerful. Yeah. That's very easy to latch on to. Mm-hmm. You know, he's talking to, um, uh, to to uh, someone from his company uh, from from Wayne yeah. Enterprises on on the yeah. phone there as the building is collapsing, mm-hmm. you know. So that's another element where, you know, the, uh, you know the guy starts starts praying before he dies. I mean, this is easy stuff to emotionally latch on to. From from Superman's side of this though, I mean, first of all, Batman, you know, Bruce isn't seeing that. Superman has no control that a a renegade remnant of Krypton survived their planet <laughs> exploding yeah. and made it to Earth to find him. Um, and if, you know, Superman at this point, I mean, if he doesn't act, what happens here? I mean, Superman, th- that fight absolutely causes mass destruction. It causes death. It, it's, it's a tragedy all around. Uh and you see how, you know, Superman knows this. Clark knows this. You see how deeply it affects him in this movie. And I think that's a lot of mm-hmm. what Superman's struggle is in this movie, uh, is dealing with who he is and how his actions have affected everyone around him. You know, when he's only trying to help people, you know, do the right thing. And so he's kind of questioning his own role in this, I think. So, um, so yeah, it, it, it's it's a hard line to walk because like he, you know, if if he doesn't step in, it's worse. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been a while since I've seen man of steel. Um, was Zod basically trying to change earth into, um, Krypton? Was it like a, like a planet changing type of thing or am I thinking of the wrong thing? No, I, as far as I remember, that's kind of what he's doing is recreating, uh, recreating, uh, uh, Krypton. Uh, right more or less but um yeah so if superman wouldn't have stepped in you know um it would have been even worse i'm sure yeah so another thing from batman's point of view i i feel like you know and he even says this line you know if he wanted to he could 
burn the whole place down. You know, he, he could burn the world down um, just because of his power. And, and who does Superman answer to? You know, he, he needs to be held ac- accountable for his actions. And like Lex Luthor said, if God is all powerful, he cannot be all good. So basically, if, if Superman is all powerful, he, he can't possibly be all good. I don't think Superman has a problem necessarily answering to someone because he does, you know, he does show up at the at the hearing, at the congressional hearing, you know, mm-hmm. something I don't think he had to do and who's going to force him to show up, you know. Um, so, I mean, he, he does do that. I think he's willing to to hear that. And, you know, he's... Clark isn't one to kind of shut others out you know so i i think he's open to that idea that he can talk about you know talk to someone he can show up at this hearing he's i don't think he's operating on his own just because he can and he wants to you know mm-hmm. um i kind of question lex's point of view here uh mm-hmm. superman's not all powerful and lex approaches him as he is but Lex is also the one that's actively trying to find ways to kill him. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so that in itself, I think, kind of um, is is it's a paradox at, at the very least. You know, mm-hmm. um, trying to kill the thing that he says is all powerful. You know, so he's maybe proving that he's not all powerful, uh, and maybe just challenging then that point that he is he all good. Um, you know, but then I also talked to, uh, a little bit earlier that. If he's not if he's not all good, then I don't think he would actually want to answer to anybody, and he does show that willingness. Um, but then I, I go back to kind of what Martha Kent said. His mother said, his adopted mother says, um, he doesn't really owe the world anything. You know, the world's more in debt to him. Mm-hmm. But Clark never really treats it that way. You know, he's he's more humble. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so you have a lot of people seeing what he can do, and I think there's some clouded judgment there uh, for sure. At least on, at least on the part of Lex and, and Bruce. I put, mm-hmm. I have to put Bruce in that category too. Yeah, I can see that. Sure. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, this is a um, toughened Batman. This is a, a darker, grittier Very, Batman. Yeah. This is he, the, kind of the more the Frank Miller Batman. The yeah, Dark yeah, yeah. Returns Batman definitely yeah. has that feel to it, which I, I love. And it um, makes sense because I mean that Batman. I mean the Batman v Superman fight is Dark Knight Returns stuff, right? So. Right. So what what we see here is you know I think Batman has kind of seen the limitations of the law. Yeah. Um, one aspect of this is the whole bat branding thing, um, and basically yeah, it's yeah. A, like a death sentence for these criminals if they get that brand. Um, so I think I don't know if Batman's intentionally doing that or not, but um, maybe if he is, he's probably thinking you know I've seen the limitations of the law. If justice can't be served by the law, then Batman kind of needs to take it into his own hands needs to take justice into his own hands. Yeah, I mean, I have to think that he is doing it on purpose. I mean, he shows mm-hmm. up to Lex's cell at the end of the movie, and, you know, he's with that really willing to brand him right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, this is where... I love Batman. I love Bruce Wayne. This is where I have to kind of call him on this stuff. Uh, there's some, hypocr- some hypocrisy going on here. Because... 
Bruce's notion is, you know, that Superman is too powerful and therefore is is a danger to people. But yet mm-hmm. he's also, like you said, he wants to be the, you know, the judge, jury, and executioner here. He wants the same right. power, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So he's kind of doing the same thing. And uh, if it's dangerous for Superman, it's dangerous for Batman. You know, it's kind of the same thing. There's uh, definitely a hypocrisy going on there from what I see. I think we can see that same thing in our world as well with, with regular people, you know, just um, kind of being sometimes quick to point out the flaws in, in others, um, but then not seeing maybe you're doing the same exact thing just on the other side, you know. So I, I think there's definitely things we can even learn from this as well, especially as we get toward the end where they ultimately work together. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. To, I mean, because Bruce isn't really willing to see you know, where Superman is at on this stuff. You know, Bruce mm-hmm. is seeing what's happening around him. But he's not kind of thinking about, you know, where, you know, what Clark is doing and why Clark is doing it or Superman's doing it and why he's doing it. Yeah. You know, he, he I think he's just seeing, it's almost guilt by association because of, yeah, um, yeah, like he's right. like near where these things are happening, but he's maybe not the cause of them. You know what I mean? Right, um, right. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the bombing of... The capital. I mean, yeah. You just, I mean, yeah. Lex kind of really, I think, does a good job of orchestrating all this. But I think if you're Bruce, mm-hmm. you know, the the great detective, I, I think you gotta step back. Maybe maybe it's a passion thing. You know, maybe it's a heat yeah. of the moment thing. But I think you gotta kind of take a step back and think about that. And I don't think he ever really does. He just forges ahead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, um, that's the next point I was gonna get to that. From Batman's perspective, the only way to stop Superman from destroying the world is to steal the kryptonite and use it against him. And and now Batman's thinking he was likely involved in that explosion at the Capitol because, again, he was present. He was there. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> um, yeah, guilt by yeah. association. Um, and he must be stopped at this point. Yeah, I mean... But, if again, if you're Bruce, I think that, you know, Superman's actions leading up to everything should kind of give Bruce pause, you know, Superman's never really been the one to provoke anything. He didn't really provoke that fight uh, with Zod. You know, he's stepping Mm -hmm. in to protect, Uh, you know, you talk about stealing the the kryptonite. Batman is really the one, obviously that's provoking the, this whole thing here, you know, Batman's crossing that line. Superman Mm -hmm. never does that. You know, Superman hasn't done that. Uh, Even through the fight, Superman's trying to make peace with Batman, and Batman's just not having any of it, you know? Um, uh, Batman really is what he fears in Superman in this movie, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, where... You know, where he's trying to stop this type of actions from Superman, he's he's doing these things. You know, he's doing the things that he's afraid of. Mm-hmm. You know, I say kind of becoming as, that thing that he yeah, wants I, to destroy. You know, and I say f- afraid, and I think it really is a lot of what this movie is about is fear. This is all mm-hmm. fear, you know. Uh, letting fear control your actions as Bruce, you know. Lex is a little bit different. I mean, there's I think there's definitely some fear involved there. Lex is uh, crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he's just nuts. But there's, but I mean, I th- Batman's motivations I th- I think are just purely born out of fear here. Yeah, that's a great point. I think it is largely about fear, the fear of kind of what this powerful being could do, you know, um, and not having control over that. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, now that we've kind of looked at each of their points of view leading up to their conflict, 
uh, leading up to their battle ultimately. Um, let's take a look at Lex Luthor's role in this conflict because you know he's the one that's this really is important. Yeah, yeah, he's really the one that's driving this conflict forward. Um, first of all, he sets up Superman in the desert. Um, in, right. in one of the beginning scenes of the film and, and just right. making it look like Superman has, has killed all these people. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's another thing just to, for him to appear to the world and to Batman as if he's guilty, you know? You're right. Um, right. And, and of course the entire time he's kind of egging Batman on with these, with these notes and with these messages and everything saying that he let his family die um, yeah. in, in the whole you know, I think he is he referencing the Metropolis thing that happened with his with his employees. Is that what Lex? I, I think he's trying is? to push both both buttons simultaneously. Both buttons, like his parents and and yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's trying to push both buttons at, at the same time. Right, and then you know, right right before his whole fight night speech, you know, he's trying to force Superman to kill Batman in order mm-hmm. to save his mother, Martha. And it's that name Martha that actually um, ends up being the thing that gets Bruce and Superman past their differences. However you feel about that Martha moment, because I, I know there's, there's some criticism. It of can that be cheesy. Thing. I can see where it can be right. cheesy, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's, it's like the love they have for their mother really. And it's that, that makes I think them it was a cool together. way to deescalate mm-hmm. things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so ultimately they get past their differences here and, and they work together to take down doomsday right. and everything else like right. that. So, um, I don't know what, what can we, I kind of alluded to it earlier, but what can we learn from, from this? So for really? me, especially like I'll go back to the Lex part because I want to talk about the Lex part a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Lex is really the one that's manipulating this whole thing uh, from both sides. Lex is kind of playing, Superman and Batman against each other, trying to provoke this fight, you know, trying to take one or both of them out, you know, really hopefully taking out Superman in the process. I don't know that Bruce would have done the things that he did without Lex. And so I I think that's a a lesson to when you're in in the heat of the moment like that, to maybe try to think about what's going on around you uh, so that you're not reacting in such a way that is impulsive uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of uh, taking cues that are, you know, being set out for you, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I, I th- For me, too, um, you know, I, just looking at Batman as an example, um, you know, he's just going straight into fight mode, you know. And I think mm-hmm. that's what we do a lot when we disagree with somebody or we don't see their side. Right. We, you know, we um, just go straight into fight and attack mode instead of really stepping back and taking a minute to maybe try to understand the other person and where they're coming from. And, you know, I think we could all get a lot further if, if we did take a breath, take that step back, try to consider the other, the other side and, and maybe even work together and meet somewhere in the middle. So I I think it's something we can all learn from and do a better job of for sure. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And you know, I think given Lex Luthor's role in this whole conflict, I think it makes him a great villain in this film. And 
originally i i wasn't really excited about jesse eisenberg being i wasn't either like i was like give me brian cranston as lex luther like i, I wanted think he, kevin right. spacey um, and i know how that would have yeah, worked yeah, out yeah, you know, that was, later right. with all that stuff but i mean just because he was in superman returns, superman returns before that yeah. and did an amazing job at lex mm-hmm. luther i wanted him back again i also was wondering about and i'm going to blank on the guy's name but the guy that was lex luther in smallville uh, was an yeah. amazing Smallville, and I've always yeah. been of uh, of the opinion that I think he should be <laughs> in a film. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I was not on board with Jesse Eisenberg at first. I wasn't either, but I, I think he pulled it off, and I think he, he may. He's very eccentric, of course. Lex Luthor, very you know, kind of bizarre in this way, and but he, you know, but I think sometimes when you have somebody that's so highly intelligent like that, Michael, Rosenbaum you see those types of things. Lex Luthor in Smallville, by the way. Who was it? Michael Rosenbaum. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's Batman versus Superman from a certain point of view, and I'm glad we got to to break that down. That was a lot of fun. Um. And let's take a look. You know, we've got we mentioned Justice League earlier and we're heading towards the Snyder cut of Justice League. Um, So as we look towards that, what was your opinion of the theatrical cut of Justice League? I thought it was okay. Like I, I, I think for me, once I get into a theater seat and I'm watching a comic book movie, I'm just okay. (laughs) You know, Mm mm-hmm that's kind of comfortable for me and it's just easy for me to watch. So I don't really go in to criticize it too much. So I just kind of sit back and have fun and, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, munch on my popcorn and just have a good time. So that's kind of what happened here with justice league. I was, you know, just enjoying it as I went. My biggest complaint coming out of it is that tonally it was very different and you can absolutely see where, you know, it wasn't a Zack Snyder film anymore. It was right. you know, more like a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. So that was my biggest uh, uh, complaint was that it didn't kind of f- feel the same as uh, Batman v Superman or, you know, really any of them for that matter. <laughs> yeah. I, um, for me, I, I was very critical of this film and, and it's not very often that I'm very critical of a film, but um, for whatever reason, this one just didn't sit well with me. Um, you know, I, I think because it was so totally different from Zack Snyder and I could almost feel that there were like two different directors, like working on this oh, film, yeah, a lot of yeah, it felt yeah, disjointed. Yeah. The yeah, editing wasn't that. great. Yeah. Um, I felt like there was some cheesy dialogue in there and some bad acting in, <laughs> in, in the film too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all those things, it makes it hard for me when I don't feel like they're, it, it almost felt like they were trying to do a Marvel movie in a way, but but it was like a B movie <laughs> almost. Um, I can, I, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was very critical. So therefore I am very much looking forward to the Snyder cut. Like you mentioned earlier, even the extended version of Batman versus Superman kind of just gives more time for things to develop to develop. I think we're going to see that with the Snyder cut of justice league, um, just getting more time to develop all these characters, develop the story, um, have that Zack Snyder feel to it. And it, I hope, I think it will feel more like a continuation of Batman versus Superman versus it almost feeling like these two separate disjointed things um, like the theatrical cut was. Um, so what are you looking forward to with the Snyder cut? I'm just glad that knowing how, knowing why Zack stepped away from Justice League and all that stuff, I'm just glad mm-hmm. that he gets a chance to finish it out. Yeah, me uh, too. You yeah. know, 
I mean, I'm not. I don't think I'm expecting the best comic book movie of all time. I'm not expecting. No, no. I'm not expecting this to blow my mind. I'm not expecting mm-hmm. any of that. I I'm just glad that he got a chance to kind of come back and finish what he started. Absolutely, um, just like Kylo Ren. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyhow, um, that wraps not up our Batman versus, Star Wars. We're not done with Star Wars. <laughs> um, so yeah, this was great fun. Uh, I really enjoyed talking Batman versus Superman. Really excited about Justice League Snyder Cut, which I'm sure we will review. Um, so be looking forward to that. And I think we're ready to wrap up the show for this week. Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough roads to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going. We don't need roads. All right, Marty, thanks for... Uh, <laughs> it was a great episode. I had a lot of fun this episode. Yeah, me too. Make sure if you're not subscribed to the podcast that you do so. Uh, we're on most major podcast apps, and if you're on one like Apple Podcasts, it lets you leave a review. Uh, please do that for us. If you enjoyed the Batman v Superman talk, if uh, you're kind of liking where we're going here, make sure you let us know. If you're not liking, let us know that too. Uh, we'd like to hear both sides of what you think on this. Uh, we are continuing our WandaVision watch parties. Uh, we will be watching episode 7 this coming Thursday at 10 p.m. in our Discord server. We watched episode 6 last week. Uh, a lot of fun every week on that. We just love hanging out with everybody and uh, really happy when when all of you show up for the watch parties because that makes it way more fun. So uh, remember, check out the Discord server. The links for that is are always in the sh- uh, show notes, always on the website. So make sure you check us out there and join us for watch parties on Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern. Check out the website from a certain point of view.com. There's all kinds of blog articles there, including a brand new Positive Force uh, blog article from our friend Kyle Scully this week. Talked about his, some, some of his favorite Star Wars quotes. Uh, so, great stuff there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check out our socials uh, Instagram and Twitter are both certain, uh, at Certain POV Pod. Facebook page is From a Certain Point of View. Our email address is Certain POV Pod at gmail.com. We are hosted by Anchor.fm, where you can send us a 60-second voicemail. Uh, let us know what you thought about the conflict between Batman v Superman. Uh, let us know what you thought about the movie in general. Are you excited for the Snyder Cut? Send us a voicemail. We would love to play it on the show. Check out the Red 5 Network at red5network.com. There you'll find great shows like the Scarif Scuttlebutt with Ro <laughs> and Brad. <laughs> and so... Great shows on that network. Uh, there's so many great people there as well. And uh, make sure you check out Scare of Scuttlebutt as well. Josh, uh, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at JediJarJar1722. And um, how about you? Did you give yours? I didn't, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the Gauze85 at Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, and of course, as usual, I'd like to remind everybody that we do have a YouTube channel. It's called From a Certain Point of View, and we, you know, if you're a video type of person, we we drop segments um, from this show on YouTube, and sometimes we have an additional segment here or there to check out, so be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you so much for listening today. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation, and everything we said today was true. From a Certain Point of View.